the creators of Circles of Faith, this is Slices of Life, where friends grow faith, enhance life, and build community together. I'm Kimberly Amici, and today I'm here with Elise Daly Parker, Kimberly Coyle, and Noelle Rhodes. This is episode 24 on Celebrating Advent. Advent is a period of spiritual preparation for the coming of Jesus Christ at Christmas. Advent begins on the fourth Sunday prior to Christmas Day and lasts through Christmas Eve or December 24th. It is a great way to keep Christ at the center of the season. There are so many different variations and interpretations of Advent customs that exist today. My co-host and I are here to share the ways we've celebrated Advent in the past and the things that we would like to try in the future. But before we get started, let's do what we do each week and ask an In Your Words question. Ladies, I'd love to know, what is the best gift you've ever given? Kimberly, would you like to go first? Sure, yeah. Um, I think the best gift I've ever given is um, the gift I gave my husband before we got married. For the year leading up to our wedding date, I um, kept a journal for him, and I just wrote, I used it kind of like as a diary of the last year of our engagement. And so I wrote in it, you know, everything that was happening leading up to it and how I was feeling and all of those things. And then I gave it to him um, the night before our wedding. So actually at the rehearsal dinner. So I guess that, yeah, whatever, the rehearsal dinner after that, um, I gave him that gift. And I'm pretty sure he appreciated it. I thought it was the best gift I ever gave, but oh my gosh. disagree with me. But um, he still has it, and I actually I have not looked at it again. I would I'm terrified to look at it to be honest because I have no oh, clue God. what I put in there. It, I mean, I was 21 years old. It has to be just rubbish. But no, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I would enjoy that gift if someone gave it to me. So yes, yes, I love that. Is beautiful. I love that. Hmm. Elise, what about you? <laughs> well, um, I, I, I guess I would say the greatest gift that I ever was able to give um, to my family was this magical trip um, where we went on a cruise and then to Disney World. Believe wow. it or not. We nice. are a Disney family. And we are we are Hershey Park family too, and we love that. That's been very special times for us. And this particular trip was on the heels, well, uh, like five years after my husband had been hit by a car, and so oh, the 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 world had been turned so upside down. We had another baby in there, mm. and um, we just finally kind of said, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to go away and we're going to do this amazing thing. And we're just going to have a family bubble. Um, I think it was like 10 days, like five days on the boat and five days at Disney. And um, yeah, it was very healing. It was just um, magical. And personally, you know, I know some people can't stand Disney World, we love it, um, and we just—it was—it was—it was magical. So um, that was a gift that that was really, and we did give it at Christmas time. Um, so I think everybody had something in their stocking or something. So yeah, good. that's wonderful. Time together is such a gift. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is yes. Yeah. Noel, what about you? Um, a few. I think it might have been maybe eight years ago, I had discovered a box in my parents' basement, which contained 
all of these poems that my dad had written wow. when he was in high school and through college. And I kind of picked a couple favorites. I would say like maybe 10 or 12 favorites. And I put them in like a, I had them sort of made into a book. Mm, so I, I, I had them either retyped, I retyped them or I kind of scanned them in. And then I had a book kind of bound and gave it to him on Christmas Day. So that was fun. Oh, that's Beautiful. so nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always happy when I can find something I can give my dad. He's the yeah. tricky one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. husband's the tricky one, too. So it's always got to look for something out of the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kimberly, yeah. What, mm-hmm. what about you? Um, well, I think the best gift I've ever given, or at least was my favorite gift to ever give, um, my girlfriend moved from Manhattan to um a town near me and when she moved this was pre-smartphone had to have been yeah I, I got a binder and I assembled all of the takeout menus in her neighborhood and put them in a book mm. for her so I, and I didn't live it wasn't my town so I had to like go to that town and kind of walk around the little business district and then kind of um I could get online, so I think I did get online to a few places and print out their menus, but I assembled, like, a book, and it had, like, a notepad in it with pens and pencils, so if they were writing down what they all wanted, and, um, so, yeah, so I I love giving really useful gifts, but I thought that was also, you know, like, anticipating her needs that she was going to have in her new house, and so I really, I loved giving that gift. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's so fun. That's a good one. Oh, my gosh. I would love to receive that. That would be awesome. Especially when you're just moving in, you're not cooking dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't you don't have time to research. I mean, now with smartphones, I guess it's a little easier. Yeah. But back in the day, I remember exactly how that was. You're like, you're That's just wonderful. Trying to figure out where stuff is. You know? yeah. 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 So true. I do Lovely. love giving gifts, and that's one of the reasons why I love Christmas. But it sometimes it can get crazy and we start getting so gift focused that we forget why we're celebrating that time of year. And so celebrating Advent is a perfect way to slow us down and anticipate Christ's coming and anticipate his birthday celebration. So that's why we're here today <laughs> to talk about the ways we've done it and um, some of the ideas we have for the future. So who would like to start us off with something that they've done during Advent? Maybe like the f- your favorite way that you've celebrated Advent over the years. Anybody? Mm. <laughs> well, well, I will. I'll start. Um, I will. I will say, and I, you might have to. Uh, well, I don't know if I've said this before. I think I might have, but <laughs> our um, holiday season officially starts when we get in the car on the way home from Thanksgiving with Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton's "I'll Be Home for Christmas" CD. And so that's the first thing that happens. And then that weekend, my church, uh, the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend, my church always hosts an Advent wreath making pizza party. So, oh my gosh, I would say we have probably been doing that for 25 years. And um, of course, my kids are all gone now. And so they're not able to participate. Although, thankfully, Amelia's been around and she's you know, been willing to sit with us and do the wreath. But I think maybe last year we did it for the first time, just Chris and I. And um, it's just, it's a simple, you know, foam wreath with fresh greens and a few little berries and um, three pink candles and one purple. 
three purple candles and one candle. It's a tradition. It's very much a tradition in the Catholic Church. And um, it really, it sits on our table, our kitchen table. It is the centerpiece of our table. And it really keeps us thinking about Advent. And there's, we have several daily devotionals that we can choose from. And all of this, by the way, is in a red, big red box. I have a big red Christmas box um, that is just Advent stuff. So it's the, it's the stuff that first comes out that weekend of Thanksgiving, like a few Christmas towels mm. and just little reminders that, okay, the season's beginning, you know, a tree is not up and it's not all decorated and the Santas aren't out, but we, it's, it's kickoff time. So that's what we do. So tell me, back up. So you, what do you do? You do a devotion, you light the candles, what candles get lit? Yes. What, like how does, how yes. does that work? Yes. Okay. So each week um, you add a candle. So the first week one candle is lit and we tend to do it every evening. Um, and oh, back in the day when the kids were young, you know, the big deal was who gets to light the candle that night. Mm-hmm. Um, so at dinner time, we down with this wreath, and we would light that candle. And yes, uh, we would read a short devotional. Um, you know, so many churches put them out. Like we used to do one from Grace Presbyterian here in Montclair, where our own church, St. Cassian's, would do a shorter version. Um, there, there, there's just so many options. We have about five or six devotionals. So you do a little daily devotional, and then you have your meal. And the next week, you add a second candle, and there's rationale behind, you know, the progression of Advent. By the way, in our church, there's also a big, huge Advent wreath and candles being lit each week in the same way. So that's how it works. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's lovely. Yeah. Love that tradition. We'll do it again, even though we have no kids home. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You don't need kids to celebrate that way. No, yeah. you don't. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kimberly? Yeah, you know, I never, um, I didn't even really know what Advent was until probably the last few years, which is so embarrassing, but true. Um, my tradition growing up just, it, it was very much, um, had stripped away a lot of the church um, history and sort of anything that sort of um, was, feel that felt religious, Um they had kind of stripped away from our, our experience. So I didn't, I never celebrated Advent before. And, um, I just started seeing things online and I was like, what is this all about? I mean, seriously, the closest I ever came was to getting one of those little calendars at, oh, yeah. this, you know, like at Rite Aid that has the candy in each thing. Love and I've done that for years because my kids thought it was awesome, but I thought it was like a countdown to Christmas just so they knew when the day was. So they'd stop asking me <laughs> how many more days. Yeah. I'm like, look at the candy calendar, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I've done that too. Yeah, it was great when they were really little because I'm like, look how many, you know, you have to count how many chocolates are left. <laughs> um, but that wasn't really about Jesus so much. That was just about getting my kids off my back. So um, <laughs> when I started reading a little bit more, and I don't, I really don't know much about Advent, to be honest, still. Um, but I just thought it was such a beautiful way to observe that time and to strip away some of the um, craziness that comes along with Christmas, like just the consumerism and being caught up in the non, um, in the parts that are not about Christ that just, you know, encourage you to spend money and think about yourself and, you know, decorating your home, which are, these are all lovely things, but that's not really what we're celebrating. So, um, so what I did was a friend of mine, 
uh, recommended a book to me called Light Upon Light. And it's a book that's compiled by Sarah Arthur, who is just has an impeccable taste in literature. And um, she's compiled this beautiful book that takes you through Advent and actually through Christmas and into Epiphany, which like something else I'd never celebrated or mm. looked into, the church calendar I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it's, it's like a compilation of... Um, a, a scripture, it, it goes week by week, so you can take little bits and pieces as you want. So it has a, it has a couple scripture readings, it has poetry, it has um, excerpts from novels, just all these beautiful pieces of literature that she's compiled from um, centuries, really, of, of good, you know, brilliant thinkers and writers and artists. Mm. And including scripture, obviously, and just she's pieced it all together together in this beautiful way. Um, and so I do that. I, I, I read it every day. I pick a little piece from that, and it gives you a, um, a prayer to pray before and a prayer afterwards. And it just is such a beautiful way to start my day through Advent, to recenter myself and remind myself like what I'm really celebrating and um i highly highly recommend it it's it's been a wonderful book for me so wonderful you know i've done that and then for myself just for myself and um and then two years ago i bought ann voskamp's new book unwrapping Mm. well it was new two years ago um unwrapping the greatest gift um it's a family celebration of christmas and it's actually i thought it would be a little too childlike for my kids because my kids are older um but she has such a unique way with words that um, is so lyrical and, and beautiful, yet tells the story of Christ so simply, and it takes you from Adam to the birth of Christ. Wow. So um, it really highlights exactly, you know, how we got to where we are today, and um, you know, from the very beginning when God created the earth and. And that's been really wonderful. I've done it with my kids uh, for the last two years, and we're not super faithful about it. Like we skip days, and you know, I, but I try and go back, back and kind of keep the thread going, and um, that's been really successful for us. So it's been good. That's awesome. <clears throat> I'm like you. I didn't really observe Advent until an adult, even though I grew up in a Christian home, and we did, you know, keep. Christ, the focus of Christmas. We definitely did everything else that came along with Christmas. We just didn't do Advent. I don't, you know. So, um, again, when I got online and other people were talking about it, that's when my focus really was like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, wanting to create more traditions for my family, I said, okay, let's have, let's figure out how we can celebrate this. So, one of the things that I did that was really successful, (laughs) one of the things that was really successful for me was doing um, Truth and Tinsel, which I, my kids were younger. It definitely is for younger children. Um, Each day there's a passage of scripture with this corresponding ornament for your kids to create. And what helped me was that it's a, I believe it's like an ebook that you can download. And in the beginning of the book, it gives you a list of all the supplies that you're going to need, which was super helpful. And I got together with a friend of mine who was interested in doing it too. And we collected all the supplies we had from both of our houses and we put everything into baggies for each day because Mm, knowing us, like, otherwise you're like, where's this and where's that? And we'll just do this later. And so we had every day. Quite a project. 
Yeah. And that was Mm -hmm. so helpful and it was so good. And my kids really, really loved it. I mean, I loved doing it with them. It was a short devotional It everything. It was, it was the new Testament story. So it was from like the very, very beginning and walked you through the birth of Christ. And, um, yeah, and we got to make these ornaments. I mean, it was, it was really fun. And the preparation is what made it absolutely possible and knowing like mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we were going to do it each day and kind of sticking to it. But that was fun. And then the following year, I think we hung those ornaments up in the tree. We didn't do it again. And then I think the following year, I'm like, okay, so what can I do with these ornaments? <laughs> now that my kids are getting bigger, I felt bad kind of. I think they're in a box um, because they were because they were hand created and they're kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So sweet. that was really fun to do. That is sweet. The, actually, the um, Ann Voskamp's book, with the, the unwrapping the greatest gift, you can actually buy a set of ornaments. And I did, um, mm. it, there's a Jesse tree. It's a Jesse tree ornament set. And I think we have a link to it in the show notes mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I just, we, so after we read the, um, the piece for that day, the devotional for that day, there's an or- corresponding ornament. And then, you know, you hang them up. I just hang them on some branches, you know, it's not on a, christmas tree in particular but it's really lovely it's a nice reminder so when the kids pass Mm -hmm. by it every day they Mm -hmm. see it and it's just like you know just a little reminder yeah but they're really and not only that but they're really beautiful so i mean i love handmade sort of (laughs) (laughs) i really prefer something gorgeous (laughs) yeah i do hang handmade ornaments as well but you're not it's okay you're not alone I mean, there is definitely. Yeah. I think we've I talked about this before. Moms have we have. Children. We have talked about this before. Yeah, There's a kids tree. Yeah, we have a kids tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a kids tree. tree. Yeah. I'll say you do too. Okay. Um, <laughs> Noelle, what do you have? I just, I just bought two of those books while you were talking. I bought both oh. of them right now. Oh, good. <laughs> They'll yeah. arrive on Thursday. Good <laughs> um, I, I knew I, I needed to buy them while I was for a day. But I don't know where it is with the move. Yes. I've had, I, I have okay. read that book. It's I pack them away with my Christmas stuff, although that's not probably. I may have done that. I may they may be in my it may be in my Advent box actually. I got to check that. But the problem is, if like you wait to open up your Christmas stuff two weeks into the season, you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot. (laughs) Right, a little far in. That's why I have the Advent box. I mean, it's literally a box that I know has my stuff that I want to get to first. If I don't don't get any go get to anything else, I want to get to that. All right, so I'm going to go and pack my Advent, get my Advent gear out as soon as we're done with this episode. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. All right. Anything else? Well, besides the books, Noel. Well, because I was going to say, you know, in the past, I've tried to do Advent stuff with my kids. Advent stuff with my children. And just, it's always been like a major fail. You know, I usually have had way too big of an expectation of what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the last two years, what I've been doing was every year around like around Thanksgiving time, I'll um, look at Isaiah 9 and 6, which says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And those four names, I look at them and I ask the Lord to tell me and to show me which of those names do I really need to hold on to during this season to carry me into the new year. And every year it's been different. Last year we were moving from Northern Ireland back into the States, and so I really needed 
the Prince of Peace. And so then when I look at the, I'll study the, you know, the story of the birth of Jesus, I'll look for that theme in the story mm-hmm. and kind of make notes of it and write yeah. about it. And sometimes I'll blog about it or I'll just keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's helped me to kind of like have a theme in my mind of what my heart's posture should be for the season oh. and what I really need him to show me because it's very easy. I mean, we, we can say this a thousand times, but sometimes we say it and don't really believe it. It's very easy to lose sight of what Christmas is about because there's Christmas concerts and Christmas gifts and family gatherings and church obligations and all kinds of things where you almost feel like you just need to get through the season. Mm. And I think that it's an opportunity for me to really kind of grow spiritually and ask the Lord to show me what it is in his story that he wants me to hold on to and to cultivate in my heart. So I've been doing that the last few years. I'm going to do it again this year. And uh, so on Thanksgiving night, I'll just kind of set some time aside and pray and just ask the Lord to show me, you know, who is it that I need, I need to hold on to? Is it the wonderful counselor? Is it the mighty God? Is it the Prince of Peace? Mm-hmm. Is it the everlasting Father? And then in my readings, you know, even as I read those those kind of Advent devotional books, I'll highlight those themes mm-hmm. that it's something that I can really gravitate towards. If I have yeah. too many things going on in my mind, you know, it just, I'm kind of ADD, so I can easily be distracted. So kind of that one word concept that we use for the New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. the New Year's resolutions, I use that kind of for Christmas. Mm, that's great. Love that. that. Is wonderful idea. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I love it. Beautiful. Yep. Mm-hmm. May have to hold on to that one, Noel. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Get um, it. Just like print it out somewhere and just keep it in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, she Reads Truth does an Advent study, which um, I haven't done in the past, but I'm hoping to do this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it begins. Is, that on an, is it an app or something? What did? Where do they do it? Online or is it so an they app do it? Or? They do it on their website. They do all of their studies okay. on their website. So if you sign up you, with your email, they will get sent to you in your inbox every day. I don't always That's do yeah. them when they do them, but it's great because it's on their site. You can go back and do them anytime. But they also yeah, have an cool. app, which makes it much easier. And the app yeah. is beautiful. But when you do it with the app, there is sometimes for some of the studies, the longer studies, there's typically you pay for the little study. So it's about $1.99. Mm, okay. It's not really expensive for the convenience of having it on your mm-hmm. phone. And it right. gives you um, – so, for example, on the site – you are given the scripture references and you kind of have to look them up. Whereas on the app, they're right there in front of you. Um, also, yeah, there's an easy way to mark it as read. So, you know, not to go back to something you've already read. Whereas on the website, Mm. it's not the case. So there is some convenience to the app. And like I said, it's Mm. beautiful. It's really easy Mm. to work with. Nice. So, um, their Advent study begins on Sunday, the 20th Sunday, November 27th. And so what they're going to do this year is explore the Old Testament prophets, priests, and kings and the ways in which Christ came to perfectly fill each of, each of them, as well as a week in Luke's beloved narrative of Christ's birth. So that's the description on the website. So that I'm nice. looking forward to doing because yeah, that's something yeah. simple that I can do. And that studies um, the studies that She Reads Truth do, they always have a grace day and like a day off. On the weekends, like so there's that's a tr- nice. yeah, there's a scripture for you yeah. to meditate on, 
And then they have what they call Grace Day, which they provide another scripture. But then it kind of gives you that day to catch up if there was a day you missed during the week. And so it's not kind of like if I miss a day, I am like off and I can't catch up. Right. Right. So I'm looking forward to doing that study this year. That is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I um I get an email from um, regularly. This is actually an amazing resource. I highly recommend that people sign up for this. Um, from Hearts and Minds Books, I'll have to put a link in there uh, in our show notes as well. Um, it's a small, it's a really tiny little bookstore in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, and the guy who runs it, he did, I think they do a lot of larger like conferences and stuff. They provide books for it, so I think that's kind of how they stay in business. But anyway, the guy, um, I think his name is Byron Borger, he sends out emails regularly with the new stock that he's got in, and this guy, I'm telling you, has unbelievable taste in books. I mean, he, he's very, very well read and very widely read. And, um, I just received today in my email, a list of his 12, let me see how he puts it, 12 new advent books for 2016 and five must read hearts and minds favorites for advent. And if you order through them, you get a 10% discount. And when I do find a recommendation from him, um, I always try to order through him rather than going to Amazon because I feel like, you know, yeah, he's put in so much work and, and he does a beautiful job like explaining that. what the books are about. Like he's clearly read all of them. He's very, mm-hmm. um, very good at describing them and just wonderful. Like he, there's a new one from Tim Keller. Um, just mm-hmm. a lot of really good, really good books for all a very wide range of readers, you know, somebody who yeah. might just be starting out, but also someone who's, you know, like more prefers to read a theologian. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good yeah. stuff in there. That's great. That's a great mm-hmm. resource. Thank you. Yeah, sure. It's fantastic. And we can, we can provide all that information too for yeah. our listeners. Yeah. Um, Sometime we should do a podcast on how people get time to read. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Seriously. All the books you read and I'm like, how how i i just there's so many books i want to read and like i'm tempted to order them too noel but it's like no i just yeah. got four of them in the mail. i know i know i actually have a problem like troy mm. troy recently said to me he's like i just need you to tell me how much you're spending on books <laughs> no he doesn't he does not he's need to know that <laughs> and i'm like well how much can i spend on books <laughs> that's probably the question that's a better question yeah <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Actually, when I get these emails from Hearts and Minds, I I actually do a little bit of a sigh when I see them come in because I'm like, <laughs> great, there's another list of 10 books I can't read because I don't see, have time. That's, that's you know? what I mean. But, it's oh. like, and then, I, I, yeah. then I'm reading 10 books at a time, so yeah. I'm reading nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's you know, Elise, that's a great idea. We should learn, maybe get an expert or somebody to teach us how to, like, not best read, but, like, manage well, our... I have, re- I have reading envy. I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kimberly Beachy's always like, oh, Audible. and I read this, and I read this, and I read this, and I read this. Well, what do you mean? Who said Audible? I just did. I mean, I haven't used, well, we have used Audible for my daughter, but we get, we've been getting books on Overdrive, which is the, connects with our library. So we're able to borrow books in the audio form. Oh. And so my kids have had a lot of success with listening to them as they read them. Mm. 
Wow. So I wonder how that would work for Advent. I wonder if that would work. Well, like you... I have a suggest. I have a resource. A um, couple years back, and I, uh, I'm trying to think. I think it might still be available. I can't imagine that it isn't. But Focus on the Family put an Advent series together, and it's basically they've taken all of their best um, adventures in Odyssey shows yeah. and they put oh, them yeah. together anything that had to do with advent and the season and then my kids would listen to it in the mornings we did have a pretty that was another strong year for us because <laughs> every year hasn't been a success <laughs> but i was able to put it on while we were packing our lunches in the morning getting ready for breakfast and sitting down at the table we would listen to one of these christmas adventures in odyssey and then they had like okay. corresponding they weren't ornaments, but things that you would print out and cut out and make. And I think we made a little okay. village that year. And so, yeah, so that's a good one when you feel like, oh, my gosh, I don't have time to sit down and read yet another thing. This was right. all yeah. audio. And so it was brilliant for my little kids. And mm-hmm. it was entertaining and fun. I mean, the Adventures in Odyssey is basically like, you know, radio theater, which is so fun to listen yeah. to. So that was yeah. awesome. That's mm-hmm. for those of us that don't have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, even for adults, I Secret think that tip. would be something yeah. wonderful, you know, it, yeah. even if it was just a, a hymn and a poem or something or a hymn and a scripture. Or, yeah. I don't know. Just something that would kind of I wonder, give you the opportunity to, to listen to, or I wonder if there's an Advent podcast. Sure. Mm. There's a podcast yeah. for everything. I know. Yeah. Well, that might be yeah. something we can so do next be. year, guys. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Good ideas. Just a little something to listen to on the event, way. Right? Well, something to listen to on the way to work or when you're washing your dishes or waiting for your kids, you know, at soccer practice. Yeah, I love it. I recently started um, sharing some audio devotionals with my son, and he's really, he's really loved it because I do feel like – he gets overwhelmed very easily, and so if I'm like, clean your room, do your devotional, make your lunch, all before school, he's like, ugh. But if he comes down and he snuggles with me and we turn on the audio devotional, he can sit there and listen with me, and he's learning stuff. Mm-hmm. And wow. so I love the idea of that, some sort of audio. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Finding is, your way in. Yeah. Is there anything... Um, else you guys have come across i have a few more suggestions but i wanted to check with you guys first is there anything that you've come across that has piqued your interest whether or not you're going to actually do them it doesn't matter <laughs> but has anything else that you've heard of that has has um you thought was neat for this advent season well um madeline langle wrote a book that um we did when the kids were younger um it's her story sort of and um i'm looking it up we loved that. We loved that at, at uh, during during the Advent season. Um, do you guys all know who she is? Yes, right. Yes. Yes, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. I just oh, discovered you are? her. I had no idea who she was until like two she weeks is ago. She's my patron saint. I I adore her. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say she's my spirit animal, but that was better. That too. <laughs> I guess it was called the Twenty Four Days Before Christmas, and it's and it's a wonderful story book and so it's great for kids and you kind of um i remember her mother was really pregnant and what that was like and then there was the um what is the what is it called that the kids do every year you know the the play the nativity the nativity Nativity. it's just called the nativity and just stories about that It, it just was it was a great book that we had on the shelf and um we would pull it out and just read a bedtime story from it and 
It was nice. So that's another thought. That's nice. What else yeah, you got for us, Kimberly? Nice for smaller kids, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So one thing I am doing this year, so Mm -hmm. for my kids, so that she reads truth was for me, but the, um, what I'm doing for my kids is I purchased these joy cards. It's an joy cards, advent calendar, and it's from persimmon prints. And it's a set of 25 advent cards with hand-drawn graphics, Bible verses, and daily application questions. So what oh, I, what I loved about them, I love nice. them. They're so graphically beautiful, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I, as a designer, graphic person, I'm just drawn to anything that's really well done like this. Yeah. And they are super simple. And I also love cards because I do my scripture cards on my site. And while I haven't created a set of advent cards, last year I did create a set of um, scripture cards about Jesus, the topic of that month was Jesus. And it was just kind of things that point to him as being the savior. Mm -hmm. Um, that was for scripture memory for the kids. Um, however, this is a set of 25 and it's geared towards Advent. And so I love the fact that they're small and they're simple and keep them in a little box and there's Mm -hmm. not a lot to read, but they give really good discussion questions that I look forward to doing at dinner time. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So. that's good. It gets like harder that. when you don't have family dinners as much. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, tricky with older kids because mm-hmm. my oldest is driving and she typically just does whatever she wants for dinner. You know, she'll mm-hmm. meet friends <laughs> or go study at Panera. You know, yeah. yeah. And the other yeah. two, they have activities. So yeah. Yeah. for us to actually sit down to a family dinner is very rare anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to find alternatives to when breakfast. I can, Do they yeah. all sit for breakfast, or is that kind of on the go? pretty much on the go and my husband's not here he's already gone by breakfast and the kids he comes in after dinner typically so mm-hmm. um so it's just a, it's a tricky thing it's one of those things yeah. as mom of older kids i'm kind of having to think of alternative yeah. options mm. well i've gotten caught up sometimes thinking i have to have all three kids in order to do it and mm-hmm. it's not always true. Like with my son, as mm-hmm. soon as he started to enjoy this this devotional, I was like, oh, well, now i got to figure out when I can get all three kids around and listen. To, and then I'm like, no, I can just do this with him, and that can just That's be good. our thing. Yeah. And so if different seasons call for different yeah. things, then potentially it's okay not to have everybody included. I mean, obviously I want them all there listening to the same thing and growing together, but, <laughs> yeah. but that yeah. doesn't yeah. always happen. <laughs> Yeah. Well, those are the things that can stop you from doing anything because we that's have a true. certain way that we want to do it. And if we don't do it that way, we won't do it. So I think that's great. I mean, right. it's a simple truth. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate it imperfectly. Yeah. Yes. And that's yeah. important yeah. to remember. Forget about it. Yep. Especially yeah. this time of year, really it gets good. really busy, but you know, have grace for yourself and don't get off track. Like you said, Kim, sometimes you skip days and sometimes you just Mm -hmm. do what you had to do to catch up because it was more important. The message is more important than doing it perfectly. And, you know, God, you're, you're honoring God by simply slowing down and recognizing him and putting your focus on him. He doesn't care if you miss a day. I mean, certainly make it a priority and try to be intentional about setting aside yeah. the time, but yep. if you don't get to it one day, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I always struggle with feeling obligated that we ha- I have to do Advent mm-hmm. and, and being open to what God wants to teach me. And I think there's a battle there because I'll be like, I have to just do this. You know, I have to like cross it off my list of things to do. But right. really, like you were saying, there, there needs you know my heart needs to be open. 
to mm-hmm. want to know the Lord more and to understand the fullness of his love in my life. So it's easy to make it like another thing on your to-do list. Yep, it is. Yeah. And add to the pressure that's already there. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, two other things that I came across that I will not be doing this year, but I do think are wonderful and worth mentioning for our listeners. Um, One thing was called the Giving Manger. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I don't remember how I've discovered it. Mm -mm. But it's super cute. It's... um, it's a family. A mom had come up with this kind of like interactive Christmas tradition. She was trying to gear her children towards service during this time of year. So when you um, buy the giving manger set, you get a book, a wooden manger, a bundle of straw, and a baby Jesus. And the idea yeah. is that every time the kids do a gift of service throughout the Advent season, they put a piece of straw in the manger. And then at the end, they put the baby in the manger. Mm-hmm. And kind of like oh, wrap up the season. That's perfect for like preschool age. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. And if you follow them on Instagram, you see these beautiful pictures of this of the set and the children interacting <laughs> with it, <laughs> which I love. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll be doing that this year. Um, however, I I think it's a great resource. great idea. Love it. Yeah, and I think we we did that one at one point too. We did the. Um, we always have the crash um yeah at christmas time and i think it was my daughter katie who had maybe heard about that tradition of and putting the straw in and i think just i'm not you know we didn't have a program that went along with it we just had a little straw Mm -hmm. and we didn't put the baby jesus in the stable until um Mm -hmm. i guess it was christmas morning and that was another thing that people were like the kids were like which one can put it in you know (laughs) um, but not a problem it wasn't a bad thing it just but so we, we've dabbled a lot, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Advent wreath has remained the one thing that we did every year. Yeah. You know, I, I just feel like um, in talking about all this stuff and that we want to remind ourselves and remind each other that all these ideas are really awesome and you can do them and you cannot do them. <laughs> and the season can, I mean, I, I don't know why, but I would have to be reminded every year uh, that this is a season where I can get really ramped up yeah. and really crazy as a mom and, and want to make things perfect and want everybody's dreams to come true. And, you know, it's, it's, yeah, let's just, okay, yeah. these are all great. It's fun. Let's do it if we can. And if we can't, yeah. then we can't. And, 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 and it's okay. And so I'm, I'm just reminding all of us that um, the bottom line is it's Jesus, Emmanuel, God That's with right. us. And, um, and if we can just take that in each day, just breathe it in and yeah. breathe it out, God is with us. Um, I think that would be something to accomplish in a good way a small thing yeah that's a great point i mean i i went my entire adult life at childhood and adult life not celebrating advent and i still feel like i've celebrated jesus for sure yearly so it's you know it's certainly not something to shame oneself over because right you know it wasn't a part of my life i just feel like it adds another layer of richness Mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the celebration and to my yeah. faith. Um, yeah. but certainly yeah. it's, you know, 
you do what you got to do, right? Uh, and I think just about the young moms, especially because I just remember yeah. that pressure that I put under myself, yeah. put on myself, and um, yeah. that it's okay if not this year, next year, you know, <laughs> or the year after that, or whatever. <laughs> so, that's right. Definitely, that's important to keep fail. in mind this season. Yep. <clears throat> Definitely. We would love to hear some of the things that you've done on, on during Advent season. You can let us know on social media by reaching out to us on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook at Circles of Faith. We've given you a lot of ideas for celebrating this Advent season. And if you didn't get a chance to write them down, that's okay because you'll find everything we talked about in the show notes. Subscribe to the newsletter at circlesoffaith.org and you'll receive additional content and resources delivered right to your inbox. Subscribe to us in iTunes so you never miss an episode and while you're there rate and review the show your comments go a long way in helping others find us 